Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to Be Unique Radio's Manifest Monday with Mary Brotherton. On Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern, Mary and her guests share manifest success stories and tips for how you can learn to create the life you've always wanted. Jillian Harris is with us the second Monday of each month. The Conscious Cougar herself and our generous sponsor will join the show. You don't want to miss Jillian's dynamic personality and manifesting knowledge. Now grab a pen and paper for Mary's phone number, then just call her with your questions about manifesting and the law of attraction. Here's that number, area code 516-418-5651. Don't be shy. Good morning and happy, happy new year, everybody. This is the first Manifest Monday show of 2024 because I manifested myself a day off. And I'm excited because today is the second Monday of the month, and usually that means Jillian Harris, our conscious cougar, will join us. She's coming in a little late today, if she can make it. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, she's not here yet, and that's fine. We can talk about manifesting. Um, Been really exciting to just wake up every day and realize I am manifesting my life every single day. It's, it seems to get better and better. And I want to read something that I discovered uh, yesterday, actually, listening to some YouTube. I like to listen to Elmer Locke, or Locker. I don't remember. Elmer. Um, he's a great motivational speaker, and he's pretty inspirational. Um, but he made this uh, repetitive video to kind of like a subliminal message. And it's basically, I am whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. Well, you know me. I had to add my own flavor to it. So I said, I am whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, happy, and grateful. And I am. I am so very grateful because there are so many things and opportunities available to me that may not be available to everybody else. But a lot of these opportunities I have created because these are things that I want. I wanted to be a published author. I am three times over. I wanted to be a, uh, well, I didn't think I wanted to be a book illustrator, but I am that too. I always wanted to do a retreat and I am doing that. I wanted to be a publisher. Bingo, doing it wanted to work with non-profit organization or not-for-profit, um, which is a better way of saying it, doing it, bingo, done, everything. I, mean, I wanted to jump out of an airplane for crying out loud. I've gone parachuting. I've wanted to take a flying lesson. I've done that. I wanted to fly in a helicopter. I've done that. I wanted to fly in the back seat of a World War II pilot trainer. Bingo, did it. All I have to do is want it and feel the feeling of wanting it. I have to tell the universe what I want, state it in positive terms, state it in the present tense, expect it to happen, believe it will happen, know that I deserve it, sit back and wait for it. And the thing that happens most of the time with me is I don't even remember sometimes that I ask for things and I get them. Um, Jillian may not be able to join us. I'm, I'm not sure. She's usually right on time. I do know that yesterday was her late father's birthday. And I know that that meant a lot to her. It was, um, it, it was rough. It was a hard day for her. She and her mother... We're just so in love with her father, a very loving family. And it's hard sometimes for people to um, continue on as before. So if Jillian doesn't join us, guess what, folks? You are stuck with me. 
And I can't imagine anybody else you'd rather be with. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here, right? Now, if you want to call in, I'd love to hear you. 516-418-5651 is the number. Call me and I'll be here. I do want to play a quick little um, commercial and I'll be right back. If you like the show tonight, let us know. Call 321-417-4309 or email mary at beunique.org to ask how you can sponsor the show. It's simple and doesn't have to cost much at all. Visit beunique.org for even more details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Join the global world changers who already know how Be Unique helps bring together like-minded humans who are making the world a better place. Read the magazine and blog posts, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, and visit our social media from one location and let's work together. Change tomorrow by finding solutions today. Visit BeUnique.org to learn more. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Well, I'm going to see if anybody calls in, and if not, I'm just going to talk and tell you a little bit more about how I like to manifest. I've done manifest workshops before. I will be doing one again in May at our Soul Sisters Retreat. Really excited about that. I'm going to tell you, though, once you start manifesting your dream life, your regular life is going to change. I mean, I'm... I'm not going to lie, folks. I'll be 69 at the end of the month. That means I am not far from 70. I work 10, 12-hour work days every day. I take naps if I need to, but I go, go, go. And most of my friends will tell you that there's not very many people they know that are as busy as I am. My scheduler is booked up solid most weeks. I have a lot going on and I wouldn't have it any other way. That's because my life has changed. It makes me feel like I'm living a charmed life. I'm doing everything I've always wanted to do. I'm now, like I said, an author and a publisher and that makes me extremely busy. I want to finish I've published three books in this last year. My goal is to publish at least my one novel, my first novel, next, you know, in 2024. Still working on it. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, let me tell you. I never realized how much work a novel is. Writing um, nonfiction, for me, is a lot easier than writing fiction. Because what I have found as I'm writing this fiction is I tend to overuse and reuse the same phrases. So now I'm going through and editing out all the redundancies and making sure that I don't make it worse. Because sometimes I'll change one word for another word and then I end up making the second word. There, you, know, you don't want to see the same word over and over, especially big words, special words. So once I get that done, then I'll start actually editing in earnest. However, it's really interesting. Uh, Novel, in case you're ever wanting to write your own novel, starts out, it's supposed to start at anywhere from 80 to 90,000 words. They say that's the ideal number. Some publishers have other ideas. Now, since I'm the publisher, I can do whatever I want. But what I want is to have this novel really get a lot of attention and I want it to get into a lot of hands and the way to do that is to make sure that it's well written when I finished and I finally wrote the end I had over 120,000 words and you might think oh that's a lot that's good Mary the more words the better right make a novel supposed to be long and uh, have a lot of words no that is not the way it works one of the things that I've manifested is that, I, uh, that I'm working on manifesting is to be a best-selling author. I'll never be a best-selling author if my books are not well-written. 
And it's not a well-written book if you keep repeating yourself. So I'm down now to about 86,000 words. If I get down to 85,000, I'll be happy. If I get down, I don't want to go any lower than 80,000. We'll see. I'm still working on these redundancies. Oh, my gosh, it's insane. The number of uses, the number of times that I use the word before or while or treatment, the word across, it's pretty insane. So I'm, I'm actually pretty happy because I'm down to one page of words instead of three pages of words to look up. Because as I review my thing, I find more words that are repetitious. Time to slow down. Take a break. Breathe, Mary. Breathing, being mindful. Stop blathering on. Announce the phone number. Three, two, no, no, you don't want three, two, one. You want five, one, six, four, one, eight, five, six, five, one. Because I'm not taking phone calls personally. I'm taking phone calls through the show. It's 11-11, folks. Time to make a wish. I wish somebody would call the show and say hello. Um, Anyway, back to the manifesting. When you manifest the life you want, you might find that some of your previous dreams aren't important anymore. Because you start changing yourself as you manifest. When you have a choice between pie and cake or cookies and brownies, your first thought, if you're me, is I want them all. And sometimes I have taken a bite of each. You know, take one quarter or one slice and cut it in pieces and just take a bite, take a spoonful of every little thing. Sometimes, if it's really good, you just take a bite of one and your taste buds manifest a sensation that tells your brain You can stop with the pie or the cake or the brownie or the cookies, but you can stop. Manifesting is working with the law of attraction. And I recently heard on the Elmer Locker show, um, law of assumption. I need to look into that a little bit more. But the law of attraction is the theory behind the book and the movie, The Secret. Um, You've probably heard energy out, energy in. That's when you pass someone on the street and smile, and they smile back. The law of attraction is the secret to manifesting. You tell God, the universe, spirit, source, Gus, what you want. Put out good vibes whenever you think about what you want, and you will get it. There's no question about it. You just keep over and over and over. You keep thinking about, oh, my back hurts, my back hurts, my back hurts. Your back's going to hurt. If you keep thinking, I'm Vibrant, I'm vibrant, I'm vibrant. You will become vibrant. I want to talk a little bit about the difference between manifesting and praying. When you pray, you're asking for something and hoping that if everything works out, you get it, if you deserve it. When you manifest, you aren't asking for permission. You're telling the universe, I want this. And you expect that you will get it. For instance, one of the things I want is to finish my novel in 2024. I also want to be healthy in 2024. I also want to have enough money to finance Be Unique's payroll. I have no idea where I'm getting it. I don't know how I'm going to get this money. I don't care. I don't need to. I just tell the universe over and over and over, or just once, I want Actually, what I say is I say, thank you, Gus, for financing Be Unique's payroll. And then it happens. Not sure when, not sure how, but it always comes to fruition. If um, you want to know how much you can ask for, the answer is, how much do you want? I've manifested a pair of boots for someone in the middle of summer in half an hour. I helped somebody manifest a job for himself in a couple of weeks. Now, I mentioned the retreat 
a little while ago, Soul Sisters Retreat, that I'm putting on with my dear friend Leslie Hoffman. And it's a, it's a be unique event. Um, it's a private event, but it's exclusive. I mean, you can go to Be Unique and find the information. You can sign up through Be Unique. It's um, more than 30 years ago. I knew that I wanted to host a retreat, but that's all I did. I wanted. I had the idea, but I didn't know what to do with it. I was a young mother, and I didn't understand that manifesting isn't just wanting. Manifesting is actively participating in creating the life you want. I've gone through many years just wanting and wondering if I could achieve the life I deserved. Now, a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of months ago, Leslie and I started talking about producing the Soul Sisters Retreat. And at first we talked about it, and then we didn't talk about it, and we talked about it, and then we didn't talk about it. Then one day we said, let's stop talking about it. Let's manifest it. Let's make it happen. I have many statements in my manifest journal about this retreat, and I know that what we want, because I've told Gus how grateful I am and how I am accepting that what I already want is mine. What I want is already mine. It's coming to fruition. We're almost halfway sold out. We have limited seating in this event. So the universe has no choice but to give me what I tell it to give me. That's the way it works. Now, I want to go a little bit into the rules of manifesting because that's important. You state what you want. You leave out the words want, wish, hope, dream, and all the ideas that suggest maybe. Get really clear. Get really specific. The second rule is you speak it in positive terms. You leave out the little negative words that contradict what you truly want. If you want a new job, don't tell the universe you want a better job. Better than what? Better than who? Don't tell the universe you want a job where you aren't taken for granted or you want a job that doesn't have a dress code. Um, Be careful what you ask for. You're putting conditions on what you want. The universe is getting mixed signals. When I helped Jay write his manifest statement, it was thank you, Gus, for Jay's new job in the industry he's certified in where he is paid well highly respected, and allowed to dress how he wants. Within a few weeks, Jay told me he'd landed a great job with his previous employer's competition and was well compensated. You have to be grateful because if you don't appreciate it, the universe will withhold it. That's why sometimes it takes us years to manifest what we want. We're not ready to receive it or we're not grateful for what we already have. State what you want in the present tense, not the future. The third rule of manifesting is that you must speak as if what you want is already yours. It's already there. You just know it and accept it and kind of wait, wait like waiting for your birthday to open up the gift. Truly accept that you deserve to have the life you want. You want a Lamborghini? Know that you deserve that Lamborghini. Don't doubt for a millisecond that it's out of your reach because that's where it'll stay. Be close enough to smell and taste, but you won't get it because you think you don't deserve it. The fifth and final rule of manifesting is to be prepared to put some action on your statement. Now, this can be as simple as writing in your manifest journal sitting by passively waiting to receive it. But usually getting what you want is going to require more physical labor. Um, Let me go back to the Soul Sisters retreat. Leslie and I both wanted to produce a fabulous retreat for women for years. But when we got together and started discussing it, we were in the wanting and wishing and dreaming and hoping stage. We pooled our energy and started vibrating on the same wavelength, and we created the beginning of our plan. We put in a lot of hours toward the retreat, creating a website, making sure we had a venue, making sure that we had um, a clear plan of what we were going to do, and 
Booyah, we kicked off the campaign. If you want to go to BeUnique.org, go to the events tab. You can see what we've created. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. The details about the retreat are there. It is a woman's retreat, but men can buy one for their mother, wife, sister, girlfriend, significant other, casual friend. Um, Probably would be more than a casual friend if you spend the money that is required for this retreat. So remember we were talking about vibrating on the same frequency? That's what Leslie and I did. We could have each produced separate events, but we knew that by combining our different skills, the retreat would be more meaningful and would provide more value to the people who come to it. We also knew that by combining our energy and our emotion, we could create something truly magical and wonderful. Now, I do have a bonus rule for manifesting because, you know, there's nothing to stop you if you follow the five steps I gave you. But if you want to achieve your dream life faster and more precisely, add some emotions to it. In fact, you're going to want to add as many senses as you can. Create your statement in present tense using positive language, being sure to include your gratitude. Know that you deserve what you want and put some action on it. Use jazz hands or clap your hands, snap your fingers, do a little goopy dance, tap your toes, bang on your drum. Get active and get emotional. Start thinking about how good is it going to be. Now, I'll tell you, if you want to join us at Soul Sisters, I can give you some idea of what it's going to feel like and smell like. It'll smell like ocean breeze. The color will be this amazing Florida sunset pink of the Cocoa Inn. It will feel like sisterhood. It will sound like laughter and tears and empowerment and joy. What will it taste like? Oh, wait till you come with us to Brano's. It's going to taste like a fabulous breakfast in the inn. Now, um, you can write your journal, write your statement in a journal using a different action. But know what you need to do. If you're going to come to Soul Sisters Retreat, you need to have the money. You need to have an airplane ticket. You need to book your room. The Soul Sisters Retreat uh, that you'll find on BeUnique.org is just the retreat. And you've got until the end of this month to get in on the early bird, $888. And the 1st of February, the price goes up, shoots way up to 12 So you're saving a lot of money by getting in on the early bird uh, purchasing. But you need to know, do I have enough money? Can I afford to spend this money? Now, how much is it going to cost me to get there? Can I drive or should I fly? Maybe I should take the train. Depending on where you live, Amtrak might be the way to go. Book a room. Bring extra money because we are doing an excursion to a crystal shop and you're going to want to have some money because you can almost never leave that shop without spending a little bit. So those are some of the actions that you may want to put on your manifest statement. But I want you to remember, don't be afraid to grow and evolve with your dream. If I was afraid, which... um, well, let me, let me backtrack. If I was afraid, I would have given up on my dream of being an author and a publisher long ago. However, the, one of the reasons that I am finally published after many, many years, someone challenged me. She said, I think you're just afraid. That's why you haven't published your book yet. Well, I couldn't let her say that. Them's fighting words, folks. So I wondered for a long time why I didn't do it earlier. But there are a lot of reasons why I didn't uh, publish when I was younger. I think I know some of those reasons. I can tell you that I've achieved part of what I wanted, and I plan to achieve the rest. And I am doing the necessary work to make that happen. 
manifesting isn't something you do once or twice and stop. Although there are some people who say you create your statement and walk away. And there are, there are lots of statements in my manifest book that I've written once and I just, I leave it in the hands of the universe. I don't dwell on it. But sometimes you just have to keep working at it. It needs to become how you live your life. It's a mindful way to achieve everything you've ever wanted. If you remain positive and present, you can manifest much more easily because it becomes second nature. It's not something you need to remember how to do or go look up how to do. It's just something you do naturally every day. You can manifest simple things like green lights when you're driving or a prime parking space when you're running late. You can also manifest better time management or a neater, more organized workspace. You are going to have to do the physical work to make it so. But once you start applying the manifest laws, these things become second nature. You don't even think about it. You're living it, not doing it. I want a magically clean house. Well, unless I hire someone to clean my house for me, I have to do it. So one of the things that I've been working on manifesting is a better um, frame of mind about housekeeping and housework. It, it's not as much a drudge as I used to think it was. I'm still going to work on that for cooking, but that's a whole other story. Now, I will tell you that if you're interested in the Soul Sisters Retreat, I'm taking a deep, deep dive into manifesting. We're going to go into specific questions and explore how to create manifest statements to get the results that you want. I can help steer you toward positive present tense terms that aren't wrapped in wishes. We'll create vision boards that will be small enough to take home on your planes. And they'll be powerful enough to cause miraculous magic. We'll learn to work with other tools to help manifest the life you've always wanted, no matter what that looks like. When you speak your dreams into existence, there are many ways to do this. One is just to say it out loud. You can recite it like a mantra when you walk or meditate. Make me healthy. I am balanced. I am a best-selling author. I find the money, or the money finds me to finance and be unique's payroll. You can repeat it like an affirmation. Write it in your manifest journal. Create a ritual around it. There are a lot of things that we can do, and these are the things that I'll be talking about in May. You need to hear yourself speaking about your dreams. Then you need to express gratitude for what you have and what you want. If you're not thankful, don't appreciate where you are in your life. If you want to change it, even if it sounds counterintuitive to make changes, but you're not grateful, you won't get it. Find one thing that brings you joy and focus on that. Before you know it, your whole life will change because you will be changing your attitude and your perspective. And I will give you an example of that as soon as I take a sip of my tea. Because... Um, I get thirsty sometimes when I talk a lot. Don't get as thirsty when I'm talking to other people. And if you want to call in real quick, the number is 516-418-5651. That's 516-418-5651. Now, I said I would tell you a little story. And um, two years ago, I was couch bound. I could not walk. I had severe problems with my feet. I knew I had psoriasis or something. I had done so many different healing modalities and nothing seemed to work. And for the longest time, if I try to get up, I would hurt. It would hurt me so badly. I mean, I was using a walker. 
I'd say, damn these feet. Damn, this hurts. I can't stand this. Well, look at that. What did I just say? Can't stand. And I couldn't stand. So one day I started thinking about manifesting, how to manifest better health for my body and my feet. And I'd stand up and if my feet hurt, I'd say, bless you, feet. I love you so much. I'm so grateful that you're doing so well. I'm grateful to have feet. I'm so thankful that I have feet and socks and shoes and a home. And I just went from one thing to another. Because the worst possible scenario I could think of was leprosy, where people just lost their feet. And then they lost their homes. They lost their dignity. They lost everything. I still had so much. So I started blessing my feet, blessing my life, thanking the universe for the great, beautiful, wonderful life that I have. And my life became better. I found a doctor who diagnosed the issue properly by doing testing. And I had several issues, not just one. So we worked on that, got the medicine that I needed. Everything's looking rosy. I mean, I still have some downfalls, some issues. We're working on those too. Now, the reason that you must state what you want in the present tense and use only positive language is because the universe does not know the difference between today, tomorrow, and yesterday. Time is an illusion. Absolutely. The universe knows now, right now, right now, present tense, this instant, not the instant before or the instant coming up, but this precise instant. In our current reality, 8 o'clock in the morning, where my grandson lives, where Jillian Harris lives in California, is 11 o'clock in the morning where I live in Florida. And where my friend Andrea lives in Italy, it's 5 p.m. It's the exact same moment. But we perceive it in as different time zones. Zachary, Andrea... And I could be thinking the same thought at the same moment, yet never know what the others are thinking. But the universe knows. The universe feels 8 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 11 o'clock as right now. I want you to remember that you truly deserve to have whatever you want. Now, trust me, this is a little tricky. If you want another woman's husband or another man's wife, somebody's boyfriend or girlfriend, because we're dealing with people. We're dealing with free agency or free will. People have options, and they may not want what you want. If you want to live the life of an A-list celebrity and you're camera shy, scared of a microphone, not willing to get up in front of a stage, you know, stadium full of people and, and talk or sing or dance. Well, you might have a little problem living that A-list life unless you can be a bit of a hermit and make money sitting at home. It's possible. Whenever our desires involve another person, their free will plays a part in whether or not you receive what you want. Now, we can practice mindful kindness and patience and get what we want. In fact, I have a friend who did exactly that. I'll never forget. She was 14 years old, and she had her heart set on a man who was 24 or maybe 34, quite a bit older than her, and married. And more than 40 years later, after other spouses died or divorced, those two got together 
and it's been remarkable for her. Talk about practicing patience. Now, I've got a question for you. Are you prepared to act on your words? Are you willing to do whatever it takes to get the life you want? Do you really want to be uh, an A-lister? Do you want to have lifestyles of the rich and famous? We often discover how committed we are to achieving our dreams when we review what kinds of actions we have to take. Living a life of the rich and famous involves much more work than living the life of the poor and unknown. Are you willing to invest that much work into your dream? Falling in love with another's significant other will impact more than just your life. And it's a good point to remember that no matter how enticing someone else is, That person is somebody else's ex, and there's a reason. Things didn't work out for them. They might not work out for you. Maybe it didn't work out simply so you could step in, but step cautiously when other people are expected to fulfill your dreams. Here's another true story. I am now married to a man that I call my best friend because He is my, no, excuse me. Well, he is my best friend, but I call him my best husband. He's my husband, and he's my best friend. And he's way better than my first husband. He's funny and smart. He's super supportive and encourages me to live my life on my own terms. I didn't start to live my charmed life until after I'd met him. But I'm telling you, I don't fool myself. He is not the reason for my happiness. He adds to it. He supports it. He cheers me on. But my happiness stems from my choices. And one of the best decisions I ever made was to listen to a book on cassette more than 20 years ago by the late Lynn Grabhorn called Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting. This book introduced me to Esther Hicks and Abraham. My husband didn't know I listened to that book every day on my way to work and on the way home. He probably still has no clue who Esther and Abraham are. He didn't suggest it to me. I chose it on my own. And from that moment, I became a student of the law of attraction. My husband does not fulfill my dreams. I do. He's along for the ride. And it's fortunate for him that he supports my dream chaser status. Now, Leslie, whom I've spoken about already in this show, sometimes puts Esther's channel teachings from Abraham about the law of attraction on her Facebook page. And you can follow her at Leslie J. Hoffman. Abraham is a group of non-physical entities, similar to Leslie's angel crew. Anyway, that book introduced me to the idea that we are all God seeds. Did you know that a carrot seed will never grow to become an oak tree? And a tomato seed will only produce a tomato plant. Well, it's the same for us. Despite our human incarnation, deep inside, we are all gods, goddesses, if you will. We are immortal at our essence, and we are co-creators. This is especially true when we want to manifest something for our lives. God wants us to be happy and free of disease. We can be prosperous as soon as we get clear on what that means to each of us individually. I'm still actually working on clearing up that idea of prosperity for myself. Some people think abundance is prosperity, but it's not. You can ask for generic abundance if you don't care what you get in return. I know someone who manifested abundance for himself. He got very rich in hats. He said every time he turned around, 
for more than a month, people were giving him hats. He wanted money. He wanted a job. He wanted opportunities. But he got hats because he wasn't perfectly clear about what he wanted. Because I have for years wanted the same thing. I now have it. And I'm still on my way to achieving all of it. When I was a child, I said I wanted to be a famous author. It's kind of generic and not so clear. As I've learned more about manifesting, I've honed that statement to be very specific. I never, I now tell, not never. Why did I say never? I don't know. Never, never, never. Never say never because never, never works out. I now tell the universe that I no longer want it. But I say I am a highly respected, sought-after, award-winning author of inspirational books. The idea of fame is semi-nice, but it's not required. You could say, in some circles, I am semi-famous. I mean, I've had people call me their world-famous book author friend, but they're just being facetious. Because of the way I created my statement, my gratitude comes as an addendum. Whenever I think of this, I typically add, and so it is with my gratitude. I'll let you on in. I'll let you in on a little secret about gratitude. You don't have to say it. You just have to live it. When you live a life of gratitude, you start noticing the needs of others more, and you start taking action to help them. You learn to appreciate the tiniest things, like when the sun peeks through on a cloudy day, or the way the rain seems to let up just as you're stepping outside. The smell of freshly washed sheets on your bed. You stop complaining about aches and pains and glorify your body for having the parts in the first place or if you've had catastrophic life events. Rather than wallowing in the victimhood of those events, you learn to be grateful for all of the things in your life that are going well. You teach yourself how to be grateful by starting small and building on that. If you're listening right now, you already have so much more than many others. Gratitude isn't about being luckier than someone else, having more than someone else, or being more blessed. It's a way to take stock of what you currently have that brings you joy. And I'm not talking about material possessions. Now, I I mentioned this briefly earlier about my being flat on my butt with my feet, but I want to go into that a little bit more, give you a little more background. For more than 11 years, I have truly suffered from psoriasis. Like I said, I needed a walker to get from point A to point B, to get from the couch to the chair, to get to the chair, to the toilet, and back. I nearly dehydrated myself so that I wouldn't have to go so often because it hurt so much. I saw nearly 30 different practitioners because I lived in two different states and several parts of Florida. I saw allergists, dermatologists, internists, and got a little relief. So I stopped seeing all the ists and leaned toward holistic healers and energy workers. My condition was like a roller coaster, and so was my mental state. The problem was inside me because I had allowed myself to become a victim. This was a problem I needed to solve. So why not go to another healer? I've tried some wacky techniques and gotten some wacky results. One day while I was manifesting, which is a great uh, meditating. I was meditating. Yeah, I was meditating, which is a great manifest tool. Geez, my words are getting all mixed up. It must be time for me to end the show. But I discovered that my problem wasn't the problem. My problem was me. I needed to become truly grateful that I had a body that has served me faithfully for so many years. I still had every one of my ten, ten fingers, every one of my ten toes. Except for a mole and four wisdom teeth I'd had removed over the years, my body was just a bigger version of the day I was born. Well, that and my ever-changing hair color. 
I started looking at my body. I mean, really looking at it. And uh, I was overwhelmed with wonder and awe. The psalmist wrote thousands of years ago, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. I had to look up the verse because I wanted to quote it accurately. But it goes on to say, marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Without knowing this Bible verse, I knew this truth. And as they say, the truth shall set you free. I am a marvelously wonderful creature of the universe. I am a God seed. I am a child of God. That means I can grow up to become a God. My husband has called me the chocolate goddess since right after we met. Not long after we met. When he knew how much I love chocolate. He knew. My soul knows right well that my creator wants me to be whole, free of pain and filled with joy. So, as the old adage states, I started faking it until I was making it. I had a very emotional conversation with Gus, was steered toward a specific young dermatologist who got me on the path toward healthier skin. I took inventory of my body, and I still do from time to time, to realize how very special even the flaws are. But they're not really flaws. I'm overweight, sure. I have a choice to eat healthier or not. I may have more wrinkles than a Sharpay, but I can choose ways to make them less noticeable. However, I let Mother Nature revel in how long she and I have been besties. Wrinkle me up, Mama. Let me see the world as a wise old crone or a silly old woman. I can choose to fret over what other people think, and I can choose to not give a rat's whisker. We can all choose what we focus on and find ways to live a life of gratitude filled with blessings and appreciation. That leads to manifesting. As I said, the bonus rule for manifesting the life you want is to get into your feelings. If you are feeling less than overjoyed to be alive, start thinking about that joy. If you're in pain, tell your body to dial down that pain, and it will listen. You might need to keep dialing it down throughout the day, but your body will listen, and you can start to heal. You don't need a purple Ferrari. Or you might. You've always wanted it. Ask yourself if you still want the Ferrari or do you want the idea of wanting it? How do you feel when you think about driving that purple car? How do you feel when you think about paying for that car? How about insurance? Maybe it's time to change dreams. Maybe you can still have a purple car, but it might not need to be so fancy. As we grow in our power and we grow older, our dreams change or we're not really growing. For years, I said I wanted to build a log cabin in the woods. I did it. I really did it. But I will tell you, the reality wasn't worth it. My ex and I physically built our own log cabin from a kit. Professionals put down the foundation and the roof, but we did everything else. I lived in it for almost five years, and let me tell you, they were miserable. I wasn't manifesting, and I wasn't mindful. But once I left him, my dream changed, and I thought that I wanted to live in a condo that overlooks the ocean. I felt like I was living inside a magazine layout for home decor. It's a beautiful life and a beautiful dream. However, when I started learning what it means to manifest my life, my dream of a condo with an open ocean view changed. And I came up with the dream that works for me. I told Gus exactly what I wanted down to the kinds of sinks in the bathroom and the fact that I wanted to be within walking distance of a wildlife preserve. Our property abuts a natural wetland area and our backyard life is amazing. But this is something I learned from Lynn Grabhorn's book. I told Gus that I wanted the previous owners of our home to have been in love with each other because I wanted the pure frequency of love to be infused in every area of our home. 
We met the couple when we bought the house, and they were absolutely adorable. I don't have to sage this house nearly as often as I used to sage my other houses to restore the energy. Now, you want to talk about feelings and emotions? When I was manifesting this home for us, I poured so many emotions into my work that it made me vibrate literally. I stayed in a constant state of movement. Jazz hands might not have been going on all the time, but in my mind I was dancing with the stars. And I don't mean the kind you see on TV. Now I have one more bonus for you. The super, super, super secret bonus rule of manifesting. For God's sake, get out of your own way. One of the hardest things to do is sit back and allow Gus to do what has to be done to help us achieve our dreams. We've been conditioned to hold on to at least one string. We don't want to lose all the balloons. Control, control, control. One of the biggest things you can do is manifest the life you want. One of the biggest things you can do to manifest the life you want is to relinquish control over the outcome. Create your manifest statement in clear, present, positive terms. Know that you deserve to achieve it. Take any necessary actions to get the ball rolling in your direction. Feel what you feel about it. And be sure to vibrate as high as you can with gratitude. I want you to do one thing for me. Duck or put on a catcher's mitt. What you want is already on its way to you. You think you'll get it in an hour? You might. I've manifested boots in less time than an hour. Will it take a quarter of a century? took me 40 years to write my first book. There are so many factors that it's impossible to talk about. And I've got a caller at the last few minutes, so let me see who's on the line. I was finishing up my little lesson here today anyway. Hello there. Hi. How are you? How are you, Miss Mary? I'm fine, darling Leslie. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to say that today was and is a phenomenal show. Oh, super important. You're welcome. Such great information. Super important for clarification on manifesting. I just love it. Thank you. It means the world to me. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you know what? Sometimes the truth does not hurt. No. And a lot of times, if the truth hurts, it's because we've been in denial. And we don't want the truth. We'd rather live in our little bubble of lies. And well, you, that's the that's that's the human in us. Yeah, the ego is interesting to deal with. And you know, I've, I've been working. I've been working with somebody recently about who said, "Well, I need to get rid of my ego," and I'm like, "No, don't get rid of it. <laughs> Just work with it." Tame that bitch. Well, well, that's the thing. You know, in all the work that I do, whether it's empowerment coaching or angel channeling or talking to dead people or whatever it is with clients, they always, all these other mystical people say, oh, you have to get rid of the ego. No, 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 no. If you hear someone tell you to get rid of the ego, turn and run because the ego helps us survive. The ego is what what we need. Exactly. Fight or flight. Fight or flight. I mean, the ego is what has created the human race from the very beginning because somebody had to do something better than the last one. As long as you keep your ego in check and realize it's the human form of you, we're all good to go. So I'll feed your ego. I love you. Oh, thank you. I love you too. Fantastic Manifest Monday show. I mean, so on top. (laughs) Yeah, I know sometimes they're not. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know you listen almost every week, and for you to call me and say that means so much to me because I know it really resonated with you. Well, it's a you know it's a mutual love fest. You know that, right? Oh Absolutely. yeah, you know that. And usually, well, I will. Meeting has come to order. <laughs> You know, so I listen on Mondays and I listen on Fridays and I'm I'm walking, doing my thing. And I thought, in fact, my feet are moving at the moment. So thank you, Gus, for allowing these feet to move forward in such a pleasant manner while I have a beautiful conversation with one of my best soul sisters. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gus. And so it is. Exactly. And, you know, the beautiful part is, this feeling that we've got right now, because as soon as I heard your voice, I'm like, oh, I just feel so good because she's called me. You know, it's just it's like, <laughs> it's like Christmas morning for a little five-year-old. And when, uh, when you can feel like your five-year-old self and you're at a Christmas tree and it's just, you know, so many gifts, if you can have that feeling and carry it with you throughout life, you'll get anything you want. I will absolutely never, and I have I'll to never. thank very quickly because I know you're about to run out of time. I yeah, have to minutes. I have to thank you for name dropping my name on a continual basis because <laughs> that just skyrockets my ego. <laughs> <laughs> well, hope it skyrockets your followers and subscribers too. That would be nice. Ah, uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, like I said, it's a mutual love fest because the more that I can promote your books, the better, the greater, the grander. So I'm going to yeah, let we're... you go. Thank you for picking up my phone call so that you can finish up your show. Yeah, well, I want to say this real quick. We've got three minutes, but we're talking about Christmas. Okay. I remember the, my favorite ever Christmas. I don't know why. Well, I, my parents maybe just didn't always have pictures of everything. But they've got these great pictures of when I was about seven. And we were all wearing matching pajamas way before it was cool. My mom had made them all. And they were, right. they were flannel pajamas. They were white with little red candy canes or whatever on them. And I think we only <laughs> wore them. I think we only wore them Christmas Eve. I don't remember ever wearing them otherwise. But that year, the, oh, gosh, the Christmas presents under the tree were it, there were, I can't tell you how many, of course, at the time there were six children in the family, so there were a lot of gifts, but it was the biggest mm-hmm. and the grandest and the most phenomenal Christmas I remember ever having. And every bit of it came from a thrift store or a rummage sales. Um, my right. mother, you know, it was just so, phen- and I didn't care. I didn't mind. We had a, a baby buggy. It was a real, like, I used to call them a, a pram, like the British women, yes. you know, with yes. a little accordion uh, uh, shade that goes over the baby's face. My it sister and I filled, had those, too. It was filled with doll babies. Now, this was a full-size one. This wasn't a child's toy, but it was filled oh. with naked doll babies, some of which had no arms, no head, one arm, markers all over them. And I thought it was just grand and glorious. It was magical. Yeah. But at that point, because I'm going to that say, was pure appreciation and gratitude. Yeah. It, it was just so phenomenal. And um, I, I like to remember that all the time because it helps me stay humble and it helps me stay focused on what really matters. If I don't hit the right. button to get out of here, um, people who are listening live will not be able to hear my et- exit, et- outro, whatever <laughs> you call it. And, um, Leslie, we'll talk again soon. And um, Absolutely. Bye, everybody. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Be Unique Radio's Manifest Monday show with Mary Brotherton. Come back every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern for more guidance on creating your ideal life. If you have questions about manifesting your happiness, email manifestmondayshow at gmail.com and Mary will respond on a future episode. Remember, friends, the fastest way to manifest your dreams is to speak them into existence in positive present terms and to
always remained grateful. See you next time.